What's up and how's it everyone? I'm Star Sua, aka Superstar, and welcome to the That's So Super Podcast, the show that digs deeper in my thoughts, opinions, and viewpoints about anything and everything, from cultures to my experiences, and questions like, what the heck happened to Vine? So thanks for listening in, and enjoy the show. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode on the That's So Super Podcast. I'm your host, Star Sua, a.k.a. Superstar, and I'm so excited to be sharing with you all about the diverse cultures of the Pacific Islands. For those who may not be familiar with that, the Pacific Islands are a group of over 20,000 small islands located in the Pacific Ocean. These islands are home to a variety of cultures, each with their own unique traditions, languages, and histories. In this podcast, we'll be exploring the cultural traditions, music, art, and history of the Pacific Islands. So sit back, relax, and join me on this journey as we dive into the rich and vibrant culture of the Pacific Islands. Let's get started, baby. All right, guys, we're going to get started with the show. And as you can see, I have a special guest, a very, actually very special guest because it's not an actual person. I mean, she's an actual person, but she's coming in as your VTuber. But our guest today, her name is Tiare. She is a VTuber, obviously you can see. She's also a streamer, content creator, and she plays a lot of video games. Uh, she has a lot of passion with anime k-pop and k-drama as well right and uh, the one thing that i brought her on here was because she is of hawaiian descent hawaiian blood and we're going to talk about our pacific island cultures so i am glad that she's here i'm glad that you're here tiare and thank you so much for joining us what's going on thank you for having me honestly it's pretty like it's this is pretty awesome it's like my first time being on someone's podcast <laughs> but um, like like Suba said guys uh, um yeah i'm a I'm a VTuber, but I do come on uh, camera sometimes on Twitch stream. I am a mom of four. And like you said, I'm a Hawaiian descendant. So this is going to be a great topic to come and bring up. <laughs> yeah, we, we got a lot to talk about for sure, for sure. But uh, let me uh, let me bring up some of these sponsors who we don't have currently for this podcast. But soon, soon we'll have a we'll have a sponsor. Who knows? It might be something, but even though we don't have a sponsor yet, I do would like to make a shout out to Sure because I have this mic and I'm using a mic and it's making me sound very beautiful now this time around, right? <laughs> and um, you um, just I also went fog right there. Huh? <laughs> you just went fog right no, there. No, I did not fool. go fog. Oh yeah, pretty <laughs> full. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! But uh, we'll we'll talk about fog later, all right? So I also want to um thank uh, Logitech. I'm using their camera, making me look as pretty full as possible. And uh, Cyberpower PC for, you know, this PC, because I wouldn't be able to record this podcast if it wasn't for this PC. But last but not least, I want to shout out to YouTube, Spotify, and Amazon Music for allowing me to stream this podcast on top of their platform. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's get it going. We're going to dive right in. So the Pacific Islands, man, a lot of people don't realize that how big or how much islands consist in the Pacific Islands. Have you had any experience of people assuming that everybody in the Pacific Islands are Hawaiian? Yeah, a lot of times. A lot. They they mistake, I guess, the three Pacific as like literally just Hawaiians only and not just different kind of like there's there's a lot of culture out there. Like there's the Samoan, there's Micronesians, there's there's different kinds of it within the the islands. Isn't it and it's just not the Hawaiian Islands only. There there's a lot of Pacific Islanders. Right. Or, yeah, out there that's within the other region of, yeah, to there. <laughs> right, right. And it's not it's not them being ignorant, you know what I mean? A lot of times it's them just not knowing the history or not knowing the geography of the whole thing, right, of our culture. 
Well, and if you guys didn't know, let me let me give you a little bit of history geography lesson right now. The Pacific Islands in the Pacific Ocean consist of three different, uh, what do you want to call it, regions, right? And the first one is Melanesia, second one is Micronesia, third one is Polynesia. So let me give you a little bit of information on each one. So Melanesia, the people of Melanesia from the Greek word melas, meaning black, and nestles, meaning island, they include the islands Papua New Guinea, the Solomon Islands, Vanuatu, and Fiji. They're known to be very dark-skinned with Afro hair and thought to have migrated by canoe from the East Africa to the across the Indian Ocean by way of Indonesia. Dude, that is nuts. Like, I didn't even know that. Honestly, honest, honest to God, I have not known that at all within I, my uh, history. I never knew that either. I mean, honestly, I thought all the Pacific Islanders came from one place. And, you know, we, everybody, you know, a lot of people, especially old timers, they have their own, I guess, version of their story of where our people came from, right? Oh, yeah. It's always, it's always a thing when you have the, you have the old generations tell us, especially when, you know, as grandkids or great grandkids, they want to tell our their story and pass it on to our kids. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, like I said, it's like passing on the the culture and where you know back in the days of what they used to do, kind of things. Right, right, right. Exactly, exactly. And you know that's Melanesia. So Micronesia comes from the word micros, meaning small. It's a small group of islands, including some of the countries called Yap, Truk, the Marshall, and the Gilbert Islands. Their indigenous people are thought to be of Southeast Asian descent. And that makes sense because their islands are closer to all of the Asian countries. You know what I'm saying? That is that is true. That, that is very sense. true. And if you guys have, if you guys encountered any Micronesians or, or people from Micronesia, a lot of them their their eyes are very are very chinky, meaning like very small, like Asian like. So it kind of makes sense. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Yeah, because like uh I, I remember Oh, not, I'm not gonna bring this one up <laughs> <laughs> of how they look. You know what I mean? They have their own perspective, like way of what you know of each. You would, like, I guess, like how how you not judge, but how you look at them. You're like, oh, okay, he's Micronesian, and then you go to another person, like, oh, he's Hawaiian. It's guaranteed he's Hawaiian, but yeah, you, can, actuality, you could tell. You could tell. Yeah, you could tell honestly. You can honestly tell from a Micronesian to a to any of the Pacific Islanders. I mean, even even Melanesians. Melanesian people, they they just look straight black. They look African American. You know, they don't. Yeah, look and like you and then they mistake Island. and they are their mistake as African American when they actually are are learning like that. Right, right, right. Are in that culture. Yeah, exactly. And then here's uh here's the last part of the Pacific Ocean, Polynesia. So they, I don't want to say they're the most popular, but as far as in the United States, they have probably the most people that migrated there to, you know, I don't know, start a new life or whatever it is, you know, live that American dream, right? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, Polynesia, and uh, Polynesia comes from the word, the Greek word, poly, meaning many, uh, because I think I think the Polynesian islands has the most, they, they, they run across the most islands in the Pacific Ocean. And then it ranges from the islands that stretch a huge triangle from New Zealand to the Easter Islands all the way up to Hawaii. And if you guys know your geography or if you guys want to take a look at the map now, that's a pretty far range. The Polynesians are generally taller. They're generally lighter skinned. And it is believed that they originated in Southeast Asia migrated to Fiji, and then fanned out over the vast territory from there. You guys can see that there is a common factor that all of these 
you know, Pacific Islanders cultures came from that side of the world compared to coming from, I guess, the, the America side and Mexico side. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I, I think I read something that a lot of our our ancestors migrated from the Southeast or South Asia, I guess, continent or whatever. Yeah. Maybe wrong though, but if you if if you guys know like the the actual history or you know the the true true the most truest story that you guys think, then uh, comment down in the in the YouTube video or just reach out, you know, because we we love to hear. I'd love to hear like some more facts about my Pacific Island culture. You know, that's the another sad part about it is that back in the days, that's the only way you're gonna learn your own culture is through your great grandparents which is the good source honestly because they've been there they they know it and stuff in the whole in hawaii yeah you have some people that like well some schools that talk about hawaiian culture and stuff like that like they have hawaiian history i used to take hawaiian history in classes because for me it was easy (laughs) easy a it was an easy a but at the same time i also wanted to learn more about my native hawaiian heritage and for you though in your someone culture because you are technically someone Yes, I am. Like, have you have you ever like like you grew up with it for your family to be like, okay, you like this is what happened, and this is how come like why you're like why we're someone. I don't know that that always brings up sometimes. I mean, that's um, that's I think that's how it is with a lot of people. I mean, because you, you guys... always have to ask that question when you're a little kid, right? Like, what is Hawaiian? And so, like your grandparents have to tell you, right, what right, right. Like, means. what is what is someone or or like oh. Like a, a a specific tradition that we would do, you know, us being curious little kids, we'd be like, oh, why do we have to do that? You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah, and, especially when we're rascal little kids and we're <laughs> like, I don't want to do this, but you gotta. <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. And you're like, why I gotta do it? Because you have to. It's part of the tradition. And that's that's how that's how we was raised, you know, really like traditions being passed down but from generation to generation. And that's really what the word tradition means is yeah. you know practices and beliefs and upbringings that have been passed down to generation to generation just being taught hey this is how things are being done this is how things are supposed to be done in our culture you know and, and then that generation will pass it to the next one so uh can you like can you like uh for a question like question like you don't like how tra- traditions do you think hawaiian and Samoan traditions are like the same or do you think like there's some the same but they're different I think um, I've always told people this, that the Pacific Island cultures, all of them, you know, we, we've all migrated from one place and we've all learned from each other's cultures and we've all came about having our own little practices, our own little traditions, but everything is, is basically the same. And, you know, after doing a lot of research on different cultures, a lot of things like music or dance or anything that has to do with the culture, it derived from the same thing. But then they also have their own little spin on it. You know what I mean? That kind of like makes the little difference between the different cultures. Yeah, we all have a war dance, right? You know, and we'll talk about it later. Like the Hakka for Maori. We have Mm -hmm. the, you know, different. Every culture has their own war dance. But it's obviously called something different because each of them have their own different language. And Mm -hmm. um, but they all mean the same thing. They just do it their own way. You know what I mean? So that's 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 what I've always told people. Like all of the cultures, we all have similar i like to say similar practices similar beliefs but we all do it our own way oh yeah that's the, and that's the the realest answer that you can get especially the way you said it you know right. what i mean like how for me like how is it you i know people would ask you the same thing too like how 
is it being a someone <laughs> i mean it was so yes i'm someone but a lot of people assume that i uh because i'm Samoan, and people that know Samoans, they think that i came from the Samoan islands and i wasn't born and raised on samoa or american samoa i was born and raised in hawaii and so i basically grew up in the hawaiian culture at the same time as the Samoan culture, because that's what my parents was teaching me. You know what I mean? But just my environment that I was in was the Hawaiian culture where they have, okay. what was that? Sorry. Uh, sorry. Have you ever, like, this came up into my head too. Uh, wait, the way you said, like, you know, you didn't grow from, I mean, like, you didn't grow up in Samoa. You weren't born in Samoa, but you was in Hawaii. And then have you, have you ever got mistaken as like for yourself as when you were a kid? Like, you know, oh, yeah, I live in Hawaii, so I'm Hawaiian. <laughs> Have you ever mistaken as that? I mean, not not in Hawaii, but when I went to the mainland, you know, to the to the state side, yes, I was always mistaken as a Hawaiian. And it's a funny story. When I was going to college, one of my, my friends, I went to, so I went to college in Pennsylvania, and one of my friends was like, I was like, oh, are you Hawaiian? You know, you're from Hawaii, right? I'm like, no, I'm not Hawaiian. They're like, wait, what? That doesn't make sense. And I was like, what do you mean it doesn't make sense? Because <laughs> I'm over here thinking my thing that I know, and he's over here thinking his thing that he knows. And so, or he assumed he knows, right? And he goes, but I'm from Pennsylvania. That makes me a Pennsylvanian. I'm like, okay, it doesn't make, it, it doesn't work. Doesn't that. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. I mean, because then, I mean, it makes sense for them in the mainland, right? So like people from, people from Texas, they're called Texans because they're from Texas. Oh, it's the same as Virginia, Virginians. Yeah, or Virginians or New Yorkans. You know what New I mean? New Yorkans. So it's all. I'm a that's, New Yorker. That's what they grew up as, right? But like yeah, with yeah, us, yeah. they, 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 we grew up as knowing our own cultures. You know what I mean? And not saying yeah. that, not saying that, like they didn't have, like you know, if you're if you're black, if you're white, if you're Mexican or whatever, and you born and raised in New York, you're gonna call yourself a New Yorker because that's where you was raised. Oh yeah, yeah, and definitely. That's, that's definitely. just the way it is. I mean, they'll they'll still say they're Mexican, but they'll also say that they're New Yorkan. But when my friend told me that, I was like, it doesn't work like that in Hawaii. Just because no. I'm born and raised in that place doesn't mean I'm Hawaiian. <laughs> we go <laughs> we go off of blood. <laughs> yeah, definitely, especially your ancestry kind of trees and stuff like that. The, it's just that's how it's supposed to be, like your family tree. It doesn't come off of where you live, and that's how that's what you're gonna call yourself. Yeah. Like yeah, you can just like be proud of it about like you you know you you we were born there, you were raised there, and you can say that. But in your athletic or ethnicity, <laughs> I'm like my words are like cro like literally crossed right now. <laughs> but um, it just says it right in your blood, your DNA, pretty much. Uh, have like, you? I got, yeah, I was gonna I've say got you have you experienced? Too. Yeah, I've got a mistaken too. Um, uh, when I first got off the rock mm. after twenty. No, sorry. 19 years off the rock on the island of Oahu, I ended up moving to the mainland for the first time. And I used to work at this job and lots of mainlanders that I worked with always asked me if I was Mexican. Always, man. And I, I, it was always the case. It was always the case that they called me Mexican. I'm like, no, I'm not Mexican. I'm Hawaiian. And they're like, oh, my God, you're from Hawaii? Yes. But the only question that I would hate to hear a lot of times when somebody, especially if tourists would ask to, do you guys live in huts? <laughs> I was going to, so I was going to bring that up. I was going to bring that up. I was going to say, all right, let's, let's go into the segment of stereotypes. Oh, 
Me and Super got a lot so of that. That's, so, so that's like the most common, I guess, Hawaii or Hawaiian uh, stereotype is, do you live in grass huts? And and it's not, and it's not like, anybody's fault, but Hollywood's fault or the TV or making more movies or whatever, because that's the first thing that they would do when they would make a movie or a TV show. You know what I mean? And another stereotype is, guys, is that they talk about, do you travel with, like, how do you guys travel, like, through canoes? About, and, yeah, you know, I'll, yeah. be, I'll be that I'll be that person to be like, yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> we take our pig with us and we just take it and we just we just paddle all the way to the other island. Yeah. You're, you're <laughs> just uh, you're, you're just going along with the story. You know? I'm just going along with the story because, like, it's ridiculous. Like, this is this is like. The year, the year that they told me was like in 2014. And I'm like, dude, do you guys still think that we go and travel with canoes to another island? Like, damn. Like, yeah, they do some paddling races, like canoe races. Like, I think that's the biggest tournaments. one. The, the biggest one is the the living in grass huts. That's the, uh, that, I think the that's most the most, one. yeah, the most it's common It's the most one. one we hear. Nah, I and like some even my cousin too. My cousin and would would say the same thing. They would be like me too. They they would be like, yeah, yeah, we live in grass huts. <laughs> Yo, like, yeah, we don't have a TV. We have a TV. Like we have a like a a fifty inch TV right in our grass hut. Right, right, right. <laughs> Bro, you know do- you know what the biggest one one of the biggest ones too for me was they assumed that I knew that everybody from Hawaii knew how to surf. No, no, they, no, no, we don't, no, we don't, no, we all don't. No, we not, have some. There's, you I mean, have... there's, there's a lot of surfers out there, but I think, I think there's more surfers in California than Hawaii. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the one thing. Like, I get it. Duke Kanamoku uh, brought surfing to like the mainland and stuff. Like, that's that's the most main thing. But not all Hawaiians or Samoans or any Pacific Islander surfs. Yeah, they boogie board. They boogie board. Yeah, yeah, we boogie board, not actual surfing. Not actual surfing. We, yeah, we all boogie board and we go underneath that freaking the (laughs) tunnel and stuff, (laughs) and we get pounded every freaking time. By the way, pounded means you get you 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 kind of like suffocate a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, not 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 the way that you guys are thinking of right now. You're dirty. You're dirty mind, little suckers. (laughs) (laughs) No, but um. So oh, like and when I when I tell people when I tell people that I don't surf they they trip out right they they're in like gas they're yeah like they're, gas they're in gas everything. they're like wow you you grew up in Hawaii you're surrounded by the water I'm like well I mean you got a point there but and and the other point is like I love going to the beach I don't mind going to the water I love you know hanging out in the water and whatnot but I will not go into the deep I will not go and and surf or whatever <laughs> and and it's mainly because I have let me t- tell you guys a story. I had this bad experience where we have um, we have tourist things right on the island. We have a, a canoe tour around the island where you have like a two two canoes that makes up a boat, whatever. And you oh yeah yeah you go and you you just tour around the island. And so we went on that. We just wanted to go and just ride the canoe boat. And we went on that. And I was four years old, right? And this was when this was when they had the super ferry going on. I don't know if you remember oh, that. Oh gosh! So yeah. we, the super ferry was also in the water, and our captain, whoever was steering our boat, was going further out, further out, further out. And it was for some reason, it, I guess it was too late for us to turn our boat. But the super ferry was was coming in our direction, and we kept going straight. 
and oh my god we we kept turning and we kept trying to turn and the super fairy i guess you can't they didn't see us or whatever because we're a small little tiny boat compared to the big ass super fairy right yeah. and they kept going we were we did our best to try to turn it or whatever and a lot of times if you guys know right riding in boats or even small boats a lot of times we'll have like those motors at the back or you use the 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 sail based uh and use the wind to help steer your, your boat and there wasn't too much wind and so we we're trying to turn and we the super ferry like nicked our our boat and obviously we crashed oh my God. <laughs> obviously we crashed and Everybody managed to hold on and stay on top of the boat. And me, little four-year-old, was the only one that flew off into the water. What? And you were four years old? <laughs> yeah, I was four years old. I had, I had to float on. So I didn't drown, but I still was freaking <laughs> scared of you were shit. Just, you were just trauma. You were just traumatized. Yeah, I was like, traumatized. So I didn't ever want to go in the water ever again. Gosh. <laughs> so and I don't, blame you for, I don't blame you for that at all. Like the one thing I, if I think back in home in Hawaii, what I didn't do, like I, I can't, I always went to the beach when I was back home when I was young, didn't have kids and stuff, but, um, I used to go to the beach all the time because we literally lived right across Miley, Miley beach and we Miley. Live, like, yeah, I used to live in Miley. So we had like, literally our house was like right across from there and me and my brothers, my siblings, like pretty much my siblings and his friends would always go to the beach. And um, I think this, there was this one time that I actually went boogie boarding with my uncle them, and I went to the deep and I almost drowned from it Sheesh. because I, but I did, I don't know. I never know where my boogie board was. And uh, like literally it was a good thing. My uncle was there, but he, he, he got me out of that situation. And I was ever since then, I just got traumatized. Cause I thought when I, while I was drowning, I thought Jaws was going to freaking come out of damn water. <laughs> he needs to bite my ass. <laughs> That's another thing I hate about the deep. Like, have you ever got those things where you like, you go to like a community pool and you go to the deep side and you think there's a freaking shark in the, in yeah. The deep? Yeah, that's the kind of fear I have. I have those kind of fears. That's that's me in the regular water. Like if if I don't, <laughs> if I don't in the regular ocean, right? If I don't, if my feet don't touch ground, that's the first thing I think. Something's gonna freaking grab my feet. Oh God, there's like tentacles and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, just anything, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's the only time I only got traumatized. But at the same time, like there is some things that I like. I don't. I never. I never ever went on a boat, even though I went on a boat one time for my grandfather's scattering my grandfather's ashes and stuff like that. My great grandfather, sorry. And I always got seasick. That's another thing you guys don't know. Yeah, we we there's a lot of like us doing canoes and stuff like that and boats and things that around the island. But I get I get very seasick. I get very, very seasick. And that's the whole reason why like I don't ever do like cruise ships and stuff like that. Because I get seasick. One, as I get seasick, and two, I watch Titanic. That's another thing. <laughs> oh. But that shouldn't that shouldn't stop me. I should like at least face my fears at no. least. Yo, speaking of Titanic, did you know that uh the Titanic didn't actually sink? <laughs> Not you lying. <laughs> I'm say I'm serious. There's a there's a theory. There's a conspiracy theory out there that the owner of the Titanic. Like I could I could talk about more about this later in another episode. But let me just oh, give yeah. you a little rundown. The owner of the Titanic, he actually owned two different boats and well cruise ships and they were both the same but the titanic was the newer one and the other one was called the olympic and they were that was the the older one and so it was uh -huh. getting 
it was getting run down and whatnot. And long story short, he found out that um, if the Titanic sunk, he would get a lot of money. But he didn't want to waste all the money that he spent on making his brand new Titanic boat. And so what he did was he switched the names of the boats. Oh, my God. <laughs> so that's what really happened? Yeah. <laughs> Mother. He switched so the he names switched of the, the boat. Names. He switched and the names he knew of the it was going to sink. <laughs> yeah. Or not sunk. Or no, I don't know he, what knew, he, he knew it was going to sink. He, well, well, he basically sabotaged it. Like he wasn't even, he wasn't even on the boat and he invited, you know, he was very competitive in the, like the, the business world. Right. And, you know, he was the most successful, I guess, businessman or whatever. Oh, and, so, so let me guess, he bought these big money people. Oh yeah. He brought the big money people, invited them to the, the boat, onto the ship. And he killed them. He like, killed them. <laughs> he basically killed them. Oh my God. He basically killed them. And, oh, guess what? The owner, the owner creator of Hershey's was the only oh one that didn't, he canceled his trip last minute. Oh, <laughs> so that's how come he became big. He didn't, he didn't, he, he didn't, didn't die. Freaking, he didn't die. He didn't even go on that ship. Yeah. But, uh, you know, ah. about that, there's going to be another episode of conspiracy theories. And, um, oh my God, you should do one for super, the supernatural. Of, okay. Like, you know, like, you could do like you know like how um in the Hawaiian Islands uh there's some superstitions about oh, yeah, yeah, putting your feet yeah. putting your feet to the door yeah or we'll, the, we'll no do, it, it was it the door or the window well feet to the window to the door it was the door right yeah you can't sleep with your your feet towards the door or the other I don't know if it was Hawaiian but it might be Samoan too um you can't sleep with um I think it was wet hair towards the door. Oh, I, yeah, I think it is. You're, yeah, it's it was like it was like wet hair. That's not that's like not in a ponytail or whatever. Like it was just out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you cannot, you cannot um, because hang up, because hang up it is it is said that you know the spirits is gonna come and yank your hair, yank your hair, right? <laughs> break that, break that. I'm saving that. I'm saving that, I'm saving that for another episode. Let me let me go back to <laughs> let me go back to uh, let me go back to stereotypes and we were talking about Hawaiian and Hawaii stereotypes, but let me let me bring up some Samoan ones. Because oh, there's a lot, and I'm sure I'm sure your husband can agree to. I oh, mean, my he, husband will agree to it. He can't hear, but the main one, the main one, is all Samoans are fat and they eat a lot. But that is that that I've heard it too. But I'm like, not all Samoans, and not not like they're not just fat. They're just big boned. Yeah, we're big boned. So muscles, so let me give you a fact. Let me give you a fact about that. Studies the us uh, uh, scientists. Our biologist uh, did a study of uh, bone density, and ah. he tested out uh, bone densities for a lot of the different cultures in the world. And guess who had the thickest and biggest bone density out of all the cultures? You guys. Samoans. <laughs> That's why when people say we're we're heavy boned, we're big boned. There, it's true. We are naturally heavy, big boned. <laughs> yeah, I heard another someone th- a stereotype was that you guys have big nose. <laughs> I think that's all Pacific Islanders. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You know why? Because my dad got mistaken. Well, when he was a kid, uh, he grew up with someone <laughs> with. Uh, you remember Halava Heights? Yeah, Halava Heights. Okay, my dad grew up in Halava Heights. Okay, it was all someone, right? Also, it's like a someone community in that in that in that freaking apartments, right. right? So my dad, who's very, he's like 75 percent Hawaiian, right? Told his dad, dad, am I Samoan? <laughs> and my grandpa had to go and tell him, no, son, we're not Samoan, we're Hawaiian. <laughs> and my dad cried. 
my dad cried because he really wanted to be someone. That's crazy. But everybody does mistake my dad as someone because he has the nose. He has, he looks like a someone. And like, and I always have to tell my friends too, because when my friends come over, they get scared of my dad. Because they're like, is your dad someone? I'm like, no, he's Hawaiian, guys. <laughs> oh, okay. Right, right. That's, that's, but that's the, the eating a lot and, you know, we're, you know, we're big and big nose. I think the big nose plays to all, all of the cultures. All of the, yeah, all but, the as, but I think the eating a lot is very specific to Samoans. <laughs> it's very, okay, first of all, yes, they make every Pacific Islanders, especially Samoans, Hawaiians, Micronesians, uh, every, every Nisians out there can make good ass food. What oh yeah, for do? sure. And and what the crazy thing do? is, other cultures make good ass food too, and they have their fair share of big people too. Yeah, exactly. So it <laughs> cannot be just only Samoans. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just the fact that like majority of our Samoans are pretty big, and 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 like scientists did show, biologists did show that yeah, we are naturally bigger boned. Big bonded. Bonded. <laughs> bonded. <laughs> but let me uh, let me go to another stereotype. So this one is. Us, us Samoans, we play it off so much, and we make a lot of jokes about it, and oh it's God. it's just I so funny. <laughs> that the one stereotype is that all Samoans are related. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's for Hawaiians too. If anything, that every Hawaiians and every Hawaiians are related within their Hawaiian blood. It's the right? same as Samoans. You guys are all related, so you gotta be careful who yeah, you date. Yeah, exactly. And you see, <laughs> you like... see all the jokes on TikTok and Instagram. All the oh. comedians, they always say like. Oh, look at that someone. They're they're probably dating their cousin. <laughs> yeah. I've always heard that every time within my family. They're like, you cannot, you you gotta make sure if you're dating this local boy, you have to make sure you're not related to them. And I'm like, why? Because we might be related. Okay, I get your point. Right. And that's why we always go, like for me instance, I'm Hawaiian, I'm married to a someone. Like, I'd rather date a different culture or a different, a different islander at least a different islander at least because <laughs> like i like like my mom and dad or my grandparents said you never know who you related to like way way back in the days you guys might be related oh my gosh and so that's the thing right that's the thing <laughs> every time somebody brings that up i always say because like i'm i'm very i grew up very religious in my obviously my culture and we'll talk about that later but i grew up knowing that everybody came from adam and eve and so I'm like, doesn't that make all of us, all Those of us related? related? Everybody, every single person in this world, you know what I mean? Like, you, okay, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. You have a point, especially in the Bible. It says Adam and Eve gave, made people. Made um... We are related to Adam and Eve, so uh, yeah, we all related then. Every single, you know what I'm saying? So, so that that's why if if somebody wants to do that to me, I'm like, well, technically we're all related anyway. <laughs> and then they're gonna tell you how and i would say adam, adam and eve, eve. <laughs> and then they're then they're gonna either bring up the excuse of like oh i don't believe in the religious religion i'm not very okay, religious i don't know like, like okay, oh, how, how did how did how did the world come about then like oh the big bang theory <laughs> <laughs> big theory oh god that's yeah, nuts that's a whole another category subject about religion and science man that's that's it gets deep it gets deep for sure Gosh, the stereotypes that we that we listen and see all the time. It's but it's not only just through 
people's mouths and stuff well technically yeah but like also to social media too that's another thing like yeah it's funny as heck too yeah, and yeah. we all can relate to it that's another part is that we can laugh about it but you have some people that comments like that's not funny right 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 oh it's- let me let me bring up another stereotype right another stereotype is that everybody assumes just because i'm Samoan, everybody assumes that i'm related to the rock or i'm related to Troy polamalu or I'm related to. Oh my god! Jason that's Momoa. always. It's the same thing as the Hawaiians with the Marcus Mariota. Or no, has has anybody told you that you was related to Manti Teo when Manti Teo was like into Notre Dame and they were gonna win the championship yeah. and stuff like that? Yeah, all the and time. And has everybody ever told? Yeah, see, that goes that goes back to always... all Polynesians are related. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing because everybody would mistake you like you know the Rock. Yeah, the Rock's my uncle, and that's another thing that you guys always do. <laughs> well, that's my cousin. Right, right, exactly. That kind of stuff. That's hilarious. You know, it's funny. Um, we we play that off big time. Oh, you guys do. The crazy, so the crazy thing is, yeah, it is a stereotype that we're all related, but we treat everybody like family anyway. Which, which, you know what I'm saying? And I'm sure, I'm sure Hawaiians and other Pacific Islands, actually, all the Pacific Island cultures do that. We all we're very open to you know as far as our culture to everybody in the world we want to share our culture you know what i'm saying yeah and so like with us us samoans especially us samoans me growing up as a samoan i every time i had my friends over my 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 parents would call them son or daughter whoever my friend oh like hanai yeah exactly uh, that's that's how it is in hawaiian let me tell you how much how much hanai brothers i have okay (laughs) it is not like whatever my brothers when they were in high school, they play football. And you always have your football brothers, which is your Hanai brothers. Right, exactly. And they're like part of your family. Because like literally our family in our house, when we had our weekends, when they came over, you have a Japanese brother. Then you have a Tongan brother. Then you have a, lots of Samoan brothers. And then you have more Tongan brothers. And then you have like so on and so forth in our family. It's like a whole... It's a it's a, like a whole Polynesian house, right? And it, and it and it becomes like an everyday thing to where when we get older, we just we just say, "Oh yeah, that's my brother," because we basically grew up in the same house together anyway. Yeah, like you know it's the same I mean? as my dad. Like remember I told you about my dad thinking he was someone because he grew up with someone in right. the Halavites. He's still considered as my uncle, who's my godfather, is someone, and uh, he still my mom, my grandma tells him, "Son, you know." You my son. I'm gonna love you as my son. Cause my uncle was wasn't so all there. Same thing as my dad. But you know, she still took him in, let him stay with her. Right. And you know, fed him and stuff like that. So she even though they're not blood related, she still considered as him yeah, as she like, raised them. Yeah, it's the same thing as my brother's friends that came over. My mom always calls them son. Right. Literally. Right. And it's so and we it's... call them brother. And is and I think I think because of all of that we we kind of like I guess are feeding the fire of of that stereotype of everybody related because like if somebody asks me like oh is that person you're you're are you related to him I'm like yeah man that's my brother I grew up with that guy you know what I mean <laughs> yeah it's kind of yeah it kind of does feed up that stereotype about everybody related but yeah. <laughs> technically not re- they are. Not really related by blood, but yeah, blood. We're not blood family. related, but we was raised related, I should say. So right? a stereotype <laughs> is kind of like the stereotype is kind of like you're you're kind of like be like it kind of not true because we're not related in blood, kind of related. We're we're yeah, just so, like yeah. Family. So the stereotype is not true most most definitely, but just yeah, the words, most definitely. 
the words is is you know all Samoans are related or all Hawaiians are related is yeah because I freaking call him my brother we grew up together anyway it, yeah. and it, and it, you know, the other crazy thing is because we grew up with that person it's gonna be weird to even like with a like with a girl right or, or another of your opposite gender right you grew yeah. up with that person it's gonna be weird for me to go out with her or even marry her because I because saw her I, I saw her as a sister this whole time. Well, it's the same thing as being like a childhood friend, pretty much. <laughs> but then you don't consider them as childhood friends. You consider them as like a brother. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, like unless, just, unless you guys can, you know, work it out somehow. Work it I out mean, somehow. <laughs> like maybe when you guys are like a little kid, then you guys are liking each other. You're like, like oh, do you maybe. like you're married, right? And then you think about it like, oh, man, remember when we were like three years old and our parents would shower us together? <laughs> Gosh, that would not. That would be an awkward, awkward conversation. <laughs> But, yeah, have but you, that, do you that, that, that happens, man. We I don't know if I don't know if other cultures do this, but we did that shit. Us Pacific oh, okay. Islanders, we it don't matter. Like at the beach, right at the beach, like, all the little kids, like the, all the parents go and shower the kids. Not and it's not oh, in a, it's not in a yes, like it's that. not in a like. Don't get us wrong, whoever's listening, you guys are not Polynesian or Pacific Islanders. It's not yeah. in any perverted way. That's just the way it was. <laughs> Everybody, they just take their kids to go shower. Cause the outside or shower just, only had like four spouts, you know what I mean? Yeah, or or they just have them hanging while they're going to the ocean. Yeah, and it's not wrong about it because they're they're and the only reason why we we even like take off their diapers or their swimmers is because there's sand that's stuck exactly up the crack. Exactly. <laughs> it's hard to fucking do that, <laughs> but you don't see us like us adults when we're growing up and stuff or teenagers that we don't take off. Yeah, we yeah, do yeah. like the 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 like you know, what is it? What is it called? Like like kind of like lifting, not lifting up the shirt a little bit, but kind of just to get the water inside. Oh and yeah, stuff. yeah. We'll we'll pull up, we'll pull the shorts out so that pull you can get inside. Out a yeah. little bit. That's what we do, but we don't do the whole naked thing. Maybe when you're like when we're cakeys or babies. Yeah, when we're little babies. Yeah, like say say. Uh, and it's nothing wrong. It's not perverted. It's not. It's just. Nah. It's hard to control your toddler. And your baby to keep still to try to get the sand out of their ass. Yeah, I mean, sorry, I freaking they're, sorry. They're mullies or they're okoles. I mean, freak when 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 I was a little babies and my my mother or my grandma was uh was watching all of us kids or or me and my other cousin, and they would just she would just shower us one time. That way, you know, you save water and save you water. just do it one time. <laughs> Hey, hey, you can say that though that we are cheap as shit. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah. It's not it's not being it's not it's not being cheap, it's being smart. <laughs> it's being smart. Yeah, that's true, that's true. Because it's we being smart because the water. Yeah, because the water, let me tell you guys about the expenses back at in Hawaii. It is ridiculous. It like, still is expensive. It's still ex expensive. That's the whole reason why I moved. Nah, just kidding. But like, no, I love Hawaii. It's gonna be always big in my heart, but the freaking expense in that. Mm. But that's how yeah. it was back in the days. Like back it's in still the, back in the days, yeah. But well, back in the yeah. days, and and in the actual islands like Samoa, Fiji, all the other islands that's not like that's not like you know caught up with the, the like the the world nowadays as far as yeah, yeah. technology and you know uh, buildings and whatnot. Like they're still living in the old ways where they use the the uh, the rainwater. They use the, the waterfall the water. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like preserving this water because we we don't have much of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, it's the same thing as uh. So my family has a land in Maui, and 
it's um so my uncle lives there only with his with his little family and his daughters they all love the you know having to plant taro and living off the grid of the maui's you know like maui's city side and stuff like that mm -hmm. and so we're like we're literally around around the mountain and right down the mountain that's where our land is so my uncle is living he's living in the old generation he does his plants his taros plants his plants he does go off electricity, but he still collects rain and stuff like that because he doesn't want. He knows how to collect water and use the water for bathing and stuff. The same thing like whenever we visit, we do the same thing. So you have some people out there that, or some some islanders out there that still keeps the island culture and especially the agriculture in the same way. Yeah, For example, like, like my uncle and his daughters. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we. We still practice our, our traditional, you know, cultural ways and with a mix of the modern ways that it is nowadays because a lot of the a lot of the the modernized way to do things is just the way to do things nowadays, especially with new technology. And so oh, yeah. So a lot of us are Pacific Island culture, we we just merge it together. That way we still practice our traditional ways, but also you know, doing it in a modernized way, I guess you should say. You know, what I like um, living back in Hawaii when I was uh, in school was that they still had the Hawaiian agriculture where you, I don't know if you had it before too, because you were living in Hawaii too, right? Uh, where you had this class and it was a Hawaiian class. And then you, they did the whole thing, the taro, and you had to make your own poi. Yep. And all the, they, you even make the Hawaiian games and all this kind of stuff. That's what I, really loved about hawaii was that they still kept that within the school right about right, how right. how it was back then and this is how it, they were made and this is how poi was made and this is how you're supposed to uh make kappa which right. is cloth and stuff yeah they did that with the elementary schools and um they they would have uh yeah they would have your regular subjects and then they would have a hawaiian studies class which your kupuna would uh teach it I was like the only, well, at least for my school I went to, that was the only different teacher that I would have. Other than that, my one teacher would teach all the other subjects and then we would have a kapuna. If you guys don't know what kapuna is, it's just really just a, a Hawaiian elder that was your your teacher, right? Tell me, tell me if I'm wrong. No, you're right. You're right. Okay. Yeah. They would come in and, you know, teach the Hawaiian ways and, 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 and not saying, not saying that they was trying to push the Hawaiian ways onto the students. They were just teaching because they're in Hawaii and this is the Hawaiian culture. They were just teaching about the history, teaching about the foods. That's basically teaching them about their environment, where they're living in. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but at the same time, even when, you know, growing up too, like you always remember, like every time when you have a family party and this is not a stereotype, guys, this is actually <laughs> real. Every Samoan and Hawaiians does this. When you have your first kid's birthday party, you always, especially when you're parents, especially when you're the dad, pretty much, you're the one that has to find a nice pig. I don't know if you're going to blurt this out. Shoot it. <laughs> Shoot it and then skin it and then then start, you know, cleaning Basically it out. Basically prepare and the pig for the prepare feast. Prepare the, yep. And this time, like, you have to do this at every, it's, this is like every, like, first birthday for every kid. Yeah, it's just, like a, it's just make, a tradition. Yeah, so you have to make the emu. Yeah, it's just a tradition that that's the celebratory food that they've mm -hmm. eaten back in the days, and we still practice it to, to, to this day. 
to this day. Literally, that's a that's the one tradition that still sticks with us to this day is that when somebody has any celebration that's very important, say like a first birthday to graduation, a fifth birthday, to a graduation, funeral. funeral they always have to get the emu ready for the Kalua pig because, especially with all the uncles and the the, the men, right, the men right. is the one that's doing this, where it's cooked on the ground, and and you and you know women, us women will be the ones that's cutting up the meat. We're not cutting up the meat, Help shredding prepping. up the meat. What pretty much shredding, yeah, prepping, shredding the meats, and it's like that's another tradition that we both have that's in common with the Samoan Hawaiian. Yeah. Is that any important day or any celebration day? That's the one thing that everybody knows, especially men, knows what to do when it comes to that time. Uh, so one of the similarities in the different cultures is uh, that brings us together is food. And food is a totally freaking, we could talk food all day and all night. We but, can talk all day um, <laughs> the other The other thing that, that ties all the cultures together is music and dance. Oh, yep. It's very, very similar, yet we all use our own language. Uh, language. We all use our own. Uh, we'll, we'll either use the same instrument or something similar or, yeah. um, you know what I mean? <laughs> or we'll, we'll use the same inter- instrument, just maybe in a different way. Like some of the some of the instruments I want to bring up, we have the slint drum, slint drum. Oh, my gosh. We have the slit drums, the pan pipes, sounding boards, uh, and some of the drums. Like hand drums, you got, um, and then something as simple as not even using drums or anything, we just use our body. And meaning you do body slaps, you do body hand slaps. slaps, and anything that you can use to make a beat. And that's really what our culture was. Uh, we, there was this one, um, I think, I think, I think Fijians was the one that started the, the hollow, uh, the hollow tree bark. They would oh. use, they would use a tree. They would hollow it out, and then oh no, Tahitians, Tahitians started Tahiti. that. Yeah, the, the Tahiti, the they're the ones who yeah, did the, Tahitian, the Tahitian was the one that created the hollow tree, and that's to make it you know, into people, a drum. Yeah, that's what it was called. Uh, I think it was called a slit drum. For us, we had the gourd, which is the ipu. Yep, the gourd. The that ipu. was purpose for that was purpose for the hula, and then you had the bamboo stamping tubes. Mm-hmm. They're the uh, eke eke. Uh, what else? The slit tube rattles. We all know that one. Oh, a common one. A common one that was that is used for celebratory events and either either as like a introduction or a, a signaling a signaling a, a device to where people would know that the party's starting or a, a specific event is starting or or an arrival of important visitors is the conch shell. Oh yes. The so the seeds. conch shell, the conch shell, commonly used for big celebratory stuff. Oh yeah, and it's it's a purpose of saying, in another words, let's eat. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's time for eat. It's time to eat, much. or or it's time to respect or the respect the uh, the the special guests that are coming. Our, our you know what I mean, our honored guests. Sometimes uh, it, they just be like special announcement kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, so it's really it's like the start and the finish of events, and which is yeah. a big part of our culture. Yeah, have you ever speaking of parties? <laughs> have you ever got it's this? electric? Didn't oh, I thought you was talking. Okay, about the electric slide. <laughs> yes, that's the most thing that everybody wants to talk about. But I'm talking about how oh. <laughs> you tell how you make the time of the party, and everybody's on Hawaiian time, which is like Hawaiian time means they're gonna be like a couple hour, hours late. Couple hours. Couple late. hours 
after the, the actual time. Yeah, Hawaiian time, Samoan time, Hawaiian. like it's just Hawaiian it's just time. Pacific Island time. Island time. That's, that's why, what it's called. That's why everybody realized that, and then they started making their like their parties a little parties earlier, <laughs> a little bit early, like two o'clock. Because instead of six o'clock, because that's how everybody does their parties, is like at six it starts. But in actuality, you should put that your party starts at two, so that they could come. They come at, at three, six. four o'clock. Three or four o'clock, yeah, exactly. Because by that time, when it's three or four o'clock, that's when it's time to eat. You know, I because do. You... I do that shit nowadays. Like I like every time we we like have like uh not even just parties. We'll just you know have a gathering at the beach for a barbecue and play volleyball, right? For some reason, they want me to plan it. I don't know why. But I plan it, and you know they're trying to think like, oh, tell them, uh, tell them, uh, let's do it like four o'clock. And I was like, mom, I'm gonna tell everybody at noon, twelve o'clock. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then she wonders why, right? But then you're like, trust me, Hawaiian time, Samoan time. <laughs> Yo, and then we're freaking, and then we're all getting ready or whatever. And I look at the time like, it's twelve o'clock, mom. And we're still at the house. We're still cooking the food. We're still getting ready, packing the cars. You know what I mean? I'm yep, like, yep. I was like, Mom, you see? See why I tell everybody 12 o'clock? Because we're not even there either. <laughs> exactly. That's another That's another <laughs> thing that we all got. Like, we all know about this thing. Yeah. Is that yeah. you have to put, like, an earlier time so that they can actually come to the actual time that you were thinking of that yeah. they were going to be here. I look at my freaking <laughs> my wedding, for instance. We had our We had our reception and then the ceremony. Or the yeah. ceremony and then the reception. The ceremony and then the reception. So our ceremony, you know, it obviously started, and we, <laughs> the, I mean, I'm not, I'm not calling people out, but it wasn't. Yeah. There was probably like a good twenty people there, and then like in the middle of the, the ceremony, that's when like everybody else came. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's always that time. Like they, they won't come for the ceremony, but they know they're gonna. They'll come be for there the for the reception. <laughs> it's yeah. a party. So I just, I just, yeah, I knew, I already knew that it wasn't going to be packed at the ceremony because we, we went the, we went the traditional way as, you know, as far as in the Samoan culture, we're very religious and Catholic Catholicism or Christian. And Mm -hmm. a lot of times we, we go through the whole religious service as in our ceremony. So basically going to church, that's what it was. So so we yeah. went through the whole church service and I knew people was, didn't wasn't gonna come to go to church. They were just Because in, in your guys Samoan church, right? They only talk in Samoan language, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Samoa, yes. Um they yeah. have so in Hawaii we have Samoan community churches where Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know some of them. Yeah, where we do English, but then we also have a specific Samoan language service. It's the same thing over here in Virginia. Um, they ha- we they we have a Samoan church here. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Um, and my husband's grandmother is the one that goes to it, and his sister goes to the Samoan church. Oh, so your so your that, husband's family is up there too. Yeah, he yeah. Practically, that's the reason why we came here was we lived we living with his like we I his family's all here in Virginia. Oh, so yeah, so they go to Samoan church. Um. And the way I hear from my sister-in-law is that uh, the only, just only Samoan language. Which is and, good, which is good because, you know, they're definitely far away from the islands and that's the... That's the only way. That's a but good we also way have, to... We also have, a, over here too in Virginia, we also have a Pacific Festival here. We have a Pacific Island Festival mm-hmm. here in the, uh, they have Virginia. That a, they have that a lot of places now. Like They got it in yeah. Arizona a lot. They have it in Vegas a lot, in California a lot. I kind of figure Vegas because it's the ninth island. 
Yeah, I like to call Arizona the Tenth Island because there's so much freaking ah, Polynesians right. over here. It's crazy. Yeah, no, Virginia. I didn't know there was gonna be that much Samoans here, but there is. And even I didn't know they were gonna have like a Pacific Islander festival yeah. until like two years ago. I found out that his grandmother was performing into into this. Right. She's a vice president of the board nice. for it. Yeah, so she's in charge of those things, and she she performs every year, according to my husband. Every year, she never misses. That's good. That's what's it. up. She also wanted my uh, kids to come to the Samoan church so they can learn the Samoan language too, because technically, my kids are Samoan. Have yeah. Samoan, have Hawaiian, Hawaiians, Hawaiians, or Hawaiians, or or Hawaiians, no Hawaiians, Hawaiians. Uh, speaking of festivals and 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 performance, you know, dance is yeah, dance is a really big thing in the Pacific Island culture. And, and every tourist loves it. Every tourist loves it, and I know we brought up earlier the I, I brought up the haka, and if you mm-hmm. guys, so this was another stereotype that, that 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 was another stereotype. Like a lot of people think that all we know is the haka. Like us Hawaiians, Samoans, Fijians, we do the haka. I'm like, no, we don't do the haka. Yes, we can do it, and we can pay uh, pay tribute to the Maori culture, and we'll yes. do it in a respectful way. But that's not what we do. That's not our culture. And the haka, so, if you guys don't know, the haka is a war dance specific to the Maori Maori culture. And I said war dance, yeah, it's because it's for you know them to get ready for battle, to intimidate their enemy, and all that stuff. And it's over time, it's. It's became a, a celebratory thing, you know, to do at celebrations, parties, um, you know, just to honor whoever is being celebrated. And, and it's like, like you said, it's a, it's a, like a, a battle cry pretty yeah. much. Cause like you also like if, if I know everybody around the world seeing the, the Tongans against the Samoans yeah. within the rugby game and they always, always do their hakas. Yeah. And that's like a, that's like they're they're both warrior cries for what's coming within that game, pretty much to show that they're not gonna step down, they're not gonna they're not gonna um, give up on this, and they're gonna go and win this championship or win to the next, I guess the next game for win to go to the championship kind of stuff. And the thing, the thing with that though, people may think that it was like them trying to intimidate each other, but like no, though they were no. doing that as a respect for each other. Yep. They were doing that because they, they wanted to do it showing that, yes, I am ready for this battle, but I also respect you as, as my our opponent. You know what I mean? Like, I get why people think of that. I see that. Bless you. I mean, <laughs> I, yeah, I yeah it is to intimidate other people. It's but intimidating. It's, but it's, be, but it's, it's them doing it to an, another culture that we relate to. You know what I mean? Yep. And it's more like... Like you said, it's a very respectful, respectful way of it, and because of we were brought up the same, we were brought up in the same. Brought up the same. Yeah, exactly. No matter if it's Hawaiian, Tongan, Fijian, Samoan, we yeah, we we brought up in our own different cultures, but it's all the same, similar way. I like how everybody gets so like uh, intimidated from it because they're like you know the mean face. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. If, if we're going against any other, <laughs> if we're going against non-Pacific Island culture, yes, we wanna, we wanna eat you alive. We wanna kill you. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, but then I've never seen, <laughs> I've never seen them ever did a haka between 
non-quality. <laughs> you never know. So you never seen the, the All Blacks do it to all their opponents? Oh, they... No, yeah, okay. Yeah, wait, yeah the All Blacks does do that. And they... Uh, yeah, it's it's crazy, oh, man. Uh, I do want to I do want to say the yeah. the different names for the different cultures and their own war dances. And so, oh, yes. Maori culture comes from New Zealand, and that's where the Maori people are from, and theirs is called the Hakka. Uh, Samoan, the Samoan version uh, is called the Sivatau, and then the Hawaiian version is called the Ha'a. The Tongan, uh, the Tongan version is called the Sipitau, and then there's a Fijian version called the Sibi. Those are the all the not all of it, but those are just some of the the common uh, cultures that you know with their own war dance. Because I know the Solomon Islands has their own war dance. I haven't looked it up, and the Vanuatu has their own, but. You know, they all, they all, you know, derive from the same, you know, thing from back in the days and our traditions. You know, we all had our war dance for whenever somebody tried to, you know, take over our land. <laughs> um, I wanted to bring up another, I wanted to bring up another Samoan um, culture tradition dance. And it was, uh, it's called the fire knife dancing. I did the, I, I learned the fire knife dance since I was like seven years old and, it was a part of our culture. Uh, I wanted to, you know, actually, I was kind of forced to do the fire knife dance. And let me give you a little history. So the fire knife dance dates back to the ancient Polynesian demonstration of Ailau, which was a Samoan warrior's display of strength using a war club and was typically performed at ceremonial uh, pro, pro, uh, ceremonial processions. So let me tell you guys this. Originally, the fire knife dance was not performed with fire. And I don't know if you guys knew that, but it was performed with, it was just, uh, they were just using a war club and it would spin it and whatnot. And it was just like the war dance where they would slap their bodies and make, you know, crazy faces to intimidate their enemy. And so in the Samoan culture, they used those war clubs to spin and whatnot also to intimidate their, you know, with the war dance. And... It wasn't, people think that it started off with fire, but it, it didn't start off in, with fire until, what, 19, 1946, when a Samoan American by the name of Uluwau Latuli, also known as Freddie Lut uh, Latuli. The story goes that after Uluwau was watching a fire eater and baton twirler perform, that's when he decided, like, oh, let me put that on top of my, my knife or my, my war club. So what he did was he wrapped towels around it on each end, and then he dipped it in gasoline and he lit on a fire and he did his performance and then ever since that that's when it became the tradition to do a fire knife dancing shit i didn't even know that and um and and you know you know the the poi dancing right the poi balls yes so the poi ball dancing they also didn't start with fire the huh? yeah they didn't and uh poi poi ball poi dancing if you guys don't know you guys can search it up on youtube just look up poi p-o-i and then ball dancing so it started from the Maori culture. They would use it as well uh, as, as, as training. They would use it as training for battle. And that's how it started. And then it obviously became like a, like a fire knife dance. It became like a ceremonial thing to celebrate stuff. And what they did was after Uluwau, you know, wrapped his fire knife with towels and dipped it in um, gasoline and lit it on fire. That's when they got the idea, oh, let's let us dip the poi balls in fire and then we could spin it too and perform it that way. And so that's how it became, you know, that's how the Maori people started lighting their poi balls on fire. 
They must have been like back in the days. They must have been like, ooh. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna have a whole other category about uh, what we said earlier about the, oh superstitions. Superstitions. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna have another episode of superstitions about the fob language, which is meaning Gosh. fresh off the boat. <laughs> Pigeon. Hawaiian pigeon. pigeon. Everybody Hawaiian every language pigeon. has their own version, but it's all the same. Where it's, it's basically broken English. Yep, exactly. it's broken English. It's called broken English. <laughs> I remember one time my dad posted something and my husband started bashing him for it. I forget what it was. It was something about something about football. And um it was about the yards or something. Something about yards. And my dad said something in a broken English version of that. And I was like, What? Oh man! So, with that, <laughs> with that being said, guys, we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna land this ship. We're gonna end the show. I appreciate uh I appreciate you, Tiare, for coming on the show as a special guest. I'm glad that you were, were able to be here. Hope you had a good time. Oh yeah, I did. This was a great. Honestly, this is a great first experience of me being on someone's bo- podcast. You know what I mean? Like, I love that we talked about something that we both knew what we were going to talk about and interested in too and it was related to our culture you know what i mean like this was very actually this was very fun and I mean, i'm glad it, I, i've been here i mean it wasn't even really planned we kind of was just it talking wasn't we literally <laughs> just we was just playing valorant and we, were talking. We, we were talking about this anyway then i was like wait i'm gonna be talking about this in my episode so why don't you just be a guest and, and I, I said yeah i said hell yeah even though he was like oh do you want to be on camera i was like uh i got a code somewhere well like, it's not i, I didn't say do you want to be i'm like i was like trying to like uh i need you on the camera <laughs> <laughs> but we we figured out that we could do the he could put the vtuber on here and well, it's Why different. Not, right? It's different. You know, you're, it's very you're my very different for a podcast. You're my very first guest and my very first VTuber guest, I guess. I know. Maybe the this next time, awesome. maybe the next time I have you on as a guest, we'll have your actual face. My actual face. It's, it's, <laughs> don't worry, guys. In, in front of this, this you know, behind this VTuber is very beautiful. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know the I know the voice doesn't match the actual VTuber. It does not. It's not matchy at all. But you know what? It's uh. something. It is, and it I'm is. glad. I'm just glad to be here. Thank you so much for putting me on your podcast. Definitely, hopefully, we'll see when he does do another episode with me. I hope you guys do enjoy it. And please, yeah, I, I'll definitely come and come and support my brother at any time, any place, whenever he gives. You know, sends us a call and right. not be on Valorant and be on Valorant a lot of times because he's been MIA. I have been MIA, but that's because <laughs> I'm doing this podcast, but. Yeah, uh, at the same time, he's doing his podcast and his YouTube, which is very awesome, guys. Like, I I even follow him, and he's doing amazing on his YouTube and his podcast. And definitely will look forward to this episode, honestly, because I want to see how it, how this goes. <laughs> <laughs> um, This has been a great time. I appreciate it again. I know it's last minute, but it was you're a great first uh, guest. And if you guys hadn't already, go check out Tiare KV. That's T I A R E K V, right? T I A R E K V. Check her out on on YouTube. Uh, she has a Twitch as well. She's got a Twitter and an Instagram. So check out all her content. She's pretty pretty cool gal. 
and um very very loving person so i appreciate you coming down again before we end out the show thank you to all the sponsors that we don't have again sure mike <laughs> cyberpower pc logitech and youtube spotify amazon thank you for allowing us to air this show on your guys pot on your platforms so without further ado ladies and gentlemen we are gonna end the show and we'll catch you guys on the next time yes sir.